Hello, and welcome to I Have a Few Questions About Being a Grown-Up. I'm Annie Middlemist. And I'm Patrice Ciccarelli. We're two coaches helping new adults who are trying to navigate their path. We tackle your questions and offer solutions while building your emotional intelligence along the way. We're here to help. Let's get started. Do we have a topic for today? We we do have a topic for today. (laughs) People are getting so excited. We're hearing all kinds of things. Pretty soon we're going to be having some guests coming on because they want to be live because we're so fun. So... This one has an email from Jasmine. If you're any of Patrice, I love listening to your podcast. I have a question about being a grown-up. I'm looking for a new job, and someone told me I have to make sure I have a personal brand online, and I don't really know what that means. Please help. Sincerely, Jasmine. Personal brand online. This is something that... I am constantly trying to figure out. <laughs> I will I will say right off the bat, I'm not a marketing expert, but I do have some opinions about like how people perceive you online and how you can come across, but it all depends on what you want to send out into the world. I agree. Before you can start personal branding, I think you need to take a few minutes and think about what you're interested in, your strength, and even ask, you know, I think it's also helpful to ask family to kind of describe you on how they see you and then put that in together to a description. And whenever you're posting on social media, think of that description. Ah, yes. Okay. So if we're going to talk about personal branding, because I was thinking of it from two different angles. So trying to develop your own personal brand is, and then putting that out there. So let's talk about that. The other thing I was thinking was how you can accidentally brand yourself without realizing it by some of the stuff you put out there that may not be serving you. Let's go there first. You want to go there first? I do. All right. So when you, when you asked that question, the first thing it reminded me of was a job I had several years ago. I was facilitating for a big company that does leadership classes and, um, And they have a very strong brand. Like their brand is super strong, been around for 100 years. And it was very important to them that you represented them well on social media. Meaning that because I would teach hundreds of people classes, those people associated me with that company. And so they asked us, you know, when you're posting on social media and, you know, I'm going to date myself, but it was kind of, you know, early on in Facebook and it wasn't used like it is now, but it was used. People would put their opinions on there or they would post themselves maybe partying 
or, you know, doing stuff that was funny, but maybe they shouldn't be doing. And they outright asked us, like, when you're posting, just remember that if you're friends with people that you facilitated in our classes, you're representing us as a brand. So please don't hurt our brand. And that stuck with me all through my career because I really thought that was an important point that is not only my brand, but I'm representing somebody else's brand. And you see examples of that all the time where, you know, teachers, for example, might post their opinion about something. And then all of a sudden they find themselves in this big storm of other people's opinions without even realizing what was going to happen when they posted it. So I guess that's where, that's where I immediately went to when I heard you talk about brand and social media. Okay. So that's definitely something to think about when you have a job, if you get a job as a second grade teacher, you probably shouldn't be posting pictures of yourself doing shots. Right. right? Or (laughs) fighting with people online. Um, Because not only might the parent find you, the child might find you or be standing behind the parent who you innocently friended Um, And those children grow up, right? And so it's not long, even if they're in second grade, by the time they're in fifth grade, they're on social media nowadays, and they will find you. They go back and look. They will find you. you. So on that end, most of my teacher friends have code names that they do not go by their real name. Okay. And then then they'll reach out and like friend you. Like I started a new account. This is my social media name. Um, But in terms of Jasmine's question about getting a job, the way I think of it is you worked on your resume. Great. You've done your internships or you've done your research. You've put your skills together. You write a great cover letter. But let's say there's 10 people in the final queue. The next thing your employer will probably do is check everyone's social media and you have to be prepared for that. So does your social media match your resume? So give me an example of how how it could. Okay, so let's say I'm applying for a job as a worker at like a doggy daycare. Okay, so there's a couple of people applying. I'm in the running. I have experience with animals. I love animals. I'm responsible. I have references. And then he goes on my social media and sees me being mean to a dog, or I don't even mention animals anywhere. They don't see anything in my interests that I'm interested in that. But then he goes on another person's social media and that person has pictures with dogs and walking the dog and animal rights and humane society. Which one is he going to pick? Right. If it's the tiebreaker. Exactly. So think of it as the tiebreaker. Like you've done all the other things. What's the tiebreaker? If you are going to work at, there's a place here in Arizona called the Crisis Nursery for kids who have been abused, um, a resource center for parents, a safe place for kids. So if that's your passion, that's a really personal passion, right? You want your social media platform to show that you care about human rights, um, initiatives, volunteer work, like what really builds you to say, I want this person on my team. Right. Okay. Wow. That makes me nervous looking at their social media. Right. Right. And that's okay too, because if, 
if you are posting yourself and that's your brand on social media and you're being authentic and you're being yourself and somebody says, oh, that makes me nervous. And it's probably not the right fit of a job for you anyway, or the right person to be working for. Ooh, I like that approach. Because, and I know it's hard to see that if you don't get the job, it could be disappointing because you don't really know at that point why you didn't get the job. Sure. But I really do believe like if somebody doesn't resonate with the content you're putting out there and you're really putting stuff out there that you believe in or re represents you, then... And if they're not resonating with it, then that relationship would probably be a difficult one anyway. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking was a lot of times when I work with clients, one of the things that I find really helpful is have them go through and fill out a personal brand worksheet. And this helps them start to identify what is my personal brand? Because a lot of times your personal brand, if you aren't intentional about it, it just happens to you. You just kind of make it as you go. If somebody asked me, what's Annie's personal brand? I'd say she's all about fun. She's, you know, loves to travel. She's happy and always willing to help. Like that's how I see Annie as a, as a brand. I don't know that that is what you would say about yourself, but it's important that we all reflect on what our brand is so that that's what we're putting out there. Somebody told me it was last year, right around this time, I was talking to somebody about social media and they said, you should have like five different themes um, that you're posting regularly. Like if you're trying Yay. to create a, a brand on social media, have five different themes and each one of those themes is, you know, associated with your brand. And so let me tell you what the questions are that I work with my clients on. So the first one is what makes me stand out from my peers? And these are the things that make me interesting, um, even weird or quirky. So what makes me stand out? What makes me different? The second one is what are my core beliefs? What are my core values and beliefs? And so this gets at prioritizing what's important to you. Is it family? Is it religion? Is it work? Is it friends? Is it animals? Is it rescuing kids who've been abandoned? What what do, what is your core values and what what do you believe about that? Like I believe every child should, you know, feel safe at home, or I believe that every dog should be rescued because no dog should be left behind. Whatever you believe. Well, like what are your strong beliefs and core values? So it's important to ask yourself that so that you can reflect on it. Then you ask yourself, what brings me joy? What makes me really happy? What, you know, and we've talked about this before, when we get energy, uh, when we're doing something and we're getting energy from it and it's, you know, like really exciting, what is that that you're doing? And what would other people say when Annie's really happy, what's she doing? And then you can ask yourself, what's your superpower? What do you believe is the thing that you do best? What problems do I solve? And how do I add value? So what are you doing to help add value or help somebody or help the world? And why do I do that? What's my why? Why do I get up every morning? When I get up, why am I, what am I excited to do? And then... So if you reflect on all of those questions and really think about 
what that is, then you can start to see what your different brand pillars are and you can actually post on those things. You can post inspirational statements about your why. You can talk about how you're solving problems. You can um, share if you have a superpower and you're an expert in something, you can share content around that, that superpower. You can post pictures about things that make you happy. If flowers make you happy, you can post pictures about them. Um, you know, weird and quirky things, what makes you stand out, you know, just those are the kind of things that really will get people to know you and who you are on social media. I think that's a really great answer. And I, I appreciate you saying just be you, you know, don't try to fit into someone else's peg because even if you, if you shift your whole persona to meet a special job or company that you want, it's probably not going to work out because it's not who you are authentically. Yes. It won't be a cultural fit. So if you, you know, have always wanted to work at SeaWorld or something like that, I've always wanted to work at SeaWorld, but I'm an activist against keeping the animals in captivity in captivity. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe you don't want to work at SeaWorld, but they're hiring and you need a job. <laughs> but you're an activist against keeping animals in captivity. And that's going to start to come out. Even if you scrub your social media and don't show those posts and only show things that you know are attractive to somebody that would be hiring you from SeaWorld, it will come out because you'll go there and what's happening there would be against your beliefs, your core values, right. your, your brand. And then you'll constantly feel at odds with yourself and end up, it will be a, not a cultural fit for you. Yeah, exactly. You don't believe in smoking. Don't go work for a tobacco company. Yeah. Even if it's out. the only job, that's the Even problem. Even if it's the only job, trust me, there's another job. You just yeah, found that one first. Yeah, for sure. And if you ever feel like you're you're even being dishonest in an interview, keep that in mind. There's a question they ask that yeah. makes you feel uncomfortable or, ooh, I'm not really sure how to answer this. And you're trying to make something up that doesn't come naturally, then maybe that's not right either. Yeah. Well, that goes back to listening to your gut, right? And in that self-awareness that we talk about in emotional intelligence, gaining that self-awareness and listening to those small signals. And sometimes you call them weak signals that at first you may not recognize it, but it shows up as as a, a weird feeling, maybe a little bit of anxiety, something doesn't feel right. And you need to stop and ask yourself, why, why do I feel this way right now? Was it the question they asked? Was it the work they were talking about I was going to be doing? Was it the person who was asking the question? What made me feel like that? And really reflect on it and try and figure out what is the self-awareness? What are the weak signals that are coming up for you so that you can make a an informed choice as opposed to coming at it from a point of, oh, I just need a job. I'm just going to take it because I need a job. And then getting yourself into a situation where it's not fun to go to work. You don't believe in the same thing the company believes in. And it takes courage to walk away when you think that 
it might not be the right thing. So trying to gain as much of that self-awareness ahead of time can help you really narrow in on the types of jobs and roles that that might be important to you or might work well for you. Yeah, I like that. And I, I like Jasmine asking because it, everyone's talking about it, um, not just for young people, anyone who's looking for a job or to promote themselves or start their own business or whatever they're doing, they'll, they'll send out all these messages. But then if you track back a month, that's not at all what they used to talk about or what they're saying. They go back further. So, well, and if you're not careful, people will go back further and people, you know, they go and poke around and they go on old social media sites that you forgot you had, or you're not keeping up on, but there's still stuff out there And yeah, it's stuff maybe you were doing because you were, you know, a kid or, you know, young adult who was not making the best choices. But at the same time, all that stuff follows you. All that stuff is out there. And other people, we see this all the time. They'll take screenshots of it and just save it for you know, whatever reason. And then maybe it'll show up and you'll be like, oh, I scrubbed that, but nothing's ever gone. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I had, I had great advice when I first started out was don't ever put anything on social media or on the internet that you don't want sent to your grandparents and that you don't want published on the front page of the newspaper. Right. And if you feel uncomfortable with either of those questions, do not say it. Yeah, exactly. And, but at the same time, some people really enjoy getting into those conversations and, you know, enjoy the, the back and forth and the, you know, different opinions, but just know that, that you're creating a brand for yourself. It's okay if you like to do it and you feel so strongly that you're trying to get your message out one way or the other, that's fine. But just understand that, it goes back to that attracting and repelling, right? You're going to attract people that have similar opinions to you, which that may be what you're looking for, but you're going to repel people who don't right. have the same opinions, depending on how strong your, you know, the things that you're putting out there are. Um, and I've seen that a lot, just people repelling because they feel so strongly about their beliefs. And then you know, their best friend from high school is no longer talking to them. (laughs) So yeah, I've done a lot of it. You just have to do it intentionally. You have to be intentional about it. If you're going to put it out there, just really just own it. Except like, I believe this, I feel strongly. I need to put it out. That's great. Just own it. Cause yeah. And some people might stop following you and own that too. Exactly. You're just fine. Exactly. But I, I'm like you, I, I always filter things through, you know, who's going to see it. Is my grandma going to see it? Is somebody going to grab it? How want people to feel after they read it? Yes. How are, how are people going to feel after they read it? Are you building people up? Or are you breaking people down? Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Because, you know, all of those statements are putting putting energy out into the world, right? It's putting stuff out into the world. And when you put that stuff out there, stuff will come back. So that's where you and I are so like, we are definitely karma based people as you develop your energy. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a way to think about it is, you know, what energy are you putting out there? How are people receiving that energy and what energy will come back to you as a result of that? Yeah. All right. Well, um, do you have anything other that you're thinking of or should we do a little frame the masterpiece action recap? Let's recap. All right. So in our recap to Jasmine with building your brand when applying for a job is first do a personal brand worksheet and really think about what makes you happy. What are your values? What are your beliefs? Talk to other people at how they see you, how they would describe you, and then go back through your social media and see if that all lines up and um, follow your gut. Listen to your gut. I really like that advice too. If something seems like it's not right, it's probably not right. Yeah. And uh, we'll put a link to the personal brand worksheet in the show notes so that you can go get it and do it for yourself just to get some ideas. But yeah, listen to your gut. Really start to develop that self-awareness and be authentic. And if you're going to be authentic and you're going to put something out there, own it and realize that there's consequences, um, good and maybe bad sometimes. So it's a choice, but if you're intentional about it, you'll make the right decision based on the brand that you're trying to create. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Jasmine. Thanks, Jasmine. Thanks for the question. And if you have any questions that you want us to answer or you would like to be a guest on our show on our podcast, just reach out to us on our Instagram. I have a few questions or our email. I have a few questions podcast at gmail.com. Either one. We're checking them all the time and I would love to meet you. Have a great day. If you have a few questions about being a grown up or would like to be a guest on our show, you can reach us at I have a few questions podcast on Instagram and I have a few questions podcast at Gmail. Reach us either way. We would love to hear from you and take your questions or maybe even meet you in person. And if you enjoyed listening, leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and write us a review. It would mean the world to us. We always love having subscribers and making new friends.